in the sun. In the stars. Welcome back to Golf DMV, everybody. Lots of golf to get to. Of course, we had Father's Day weekend, U.S. Open. We played in a uh, tournament on Juneteenth. We, meaning me, Vern, and uh, Mike, uh, to benefit Little Lights. Uh, shout out to uh, David uh, Lee and also Jason. Um, you know, for inviting us out. Had a great time. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that. Um, I, I guess we should start, right, with the U.S. Open and Wyndham Clark finishing things out. Yes. Um, you know, uh, so I was listening to, and I don't know why I do this, but I'm listening to a lot of different, you know, analysts and shows about the U.S. Open. A lot of people felt like, oh, well, this was a little disappointing. And that was, just, I thought it was a great tournament. Um, yeah, did they say, did they say why? What were the yeah, texts? No, I mean, there were people saying that, you know, L.A. Country Club disappointed and, I don't know why people are so caught up in this U.S. Open has to the winner has to win at one under or two under. They want to see people. I thought that the course played tough. I thought that the guys mm-hmm. that made shots made shots. Um, yeah. And I love the tournament. I have yeah. no clue why there was so much criticism about the U.S. Open. I thought it was a great tournament. Yeah. Shout out to Wyndham Clark. Roy McIlroy tried his best to get back in, but he couldn't. Michael Myers was around the way he always is around. That's Scotty <laughs> Scheffler. Just all Michael Myers is Fowler doing is for someone to days. walk down the wrong hallway, mm-hmm. and then he's yeah. going to slit your throat open. And that's what Scotty Scheffler – and Wyndham didn't walk down the wrong hallway. That's all that's what Scotty <laughs> Scheffler does. And so he's waiting around for that. Dustin Johnson was – you know, Dustin Johnson gets a plus four on, one, on, on a hole, and he's still there. Yep. And I think I talked to Vern about this. Dustin – Scotty Scheffler reminds me of DJ – if DJ cared, you know what yes. I mean? Like if DJ cared, you know, and he, and he wins, he's been, you know, he's got o- over 20 wins on tour. And so he's been winning a bunch, barely caring about it, barely seeming like it matters. But there was one putt that he missed and he flipped the putter up. And I was like, I oh, some emotion yeah. mm-hmm. from right, DJ. He, Scotty was there. Ricky Fowler was, you know, uh, led after, you know, 36 and then was tied for lead at the 52. So, of course, we're watching. And early in, in the fourth round, and it was interesting to hear Ricky talk about this after the round. He said it was, he said, I knew early I didn't have it. He was like, my iron, my approach game just wasn't on. And even if that happens, I think my putter can save me, but the putter wasn't on it. I can't, I can't do anything. It just wasn't my day. Like, you know, and, and, and that's the thing about golf, man. You can play lights out and look great for three straight rounds. Now, if Ricky was a part of live, he would have, he would have <laughs> won. <laughs> no. But then of course it wouldn't have been the US Open. Right. I know. But anyway, he um you can you can go you can go great for three straight rounds. Three straight. And then the fourth, you just don't have it. And you don't know why you don't have it. You have no clue. And it's funny because, and we'll talk about this in, in the tournament at Queenstown Harbor, we all know like Vern is the driver guy. You know, usually we're gonna go with his drives. Right. And for whatever reason, it just wasn't on. Like nope. and, and 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 you can't explain it. You don't know why it was on the day before. It's on today. I mean, and Ricky, yeah, Fox, yeah, yeah. And Ricky's, you know, he was putting very well. He was, you know, iron game very well. Everybody in the house watching with bated breath, hoping he could pull it off. Except Sierra, the only except one. <laughs> I have no clue why she does this. Like again, I grew up in a household where my mom rooted for the Dallas Cowboys because me and my brother was cheering for them. We're thirteen and we're screaming, "Let's go, Troy, Evan Smith, Mike!" We we screaming. And she rooted. She couldn't care less. But her sons are rooting for them. I have no clue why she <laughs> takes joy in Ricky Fowler not winning. Simply because her son is rooting for him, and he gave your son a ball like he's and and, and went viral with them. I don't want to get into it, but anyway, <laughs> let's just leave it alone. But yeah, Ricky Fowler, you know, um, and, and LB, and almost 
Jeremiah and Isaiah prophetic fashion said, I feel like Rick's going to take a step back. Um, uh, and he did. He did on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He, he couldn't close it out. He just couldn't do it. But yeah. I enjoyed the U.S. I, Open. Yeah. LB, what about you? Yeah, I watched. I had. I was going to say another bad word, but I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> so I so I watched a lot of it. <laughs> oh, by the way, LB, before you start, over the weekend we played a bunch of rounds. A lot of golf DMV people was asking about you. A lot of people asking, hey, what's okay, up with LB? Good. How's LB doing? Make sure you tell them we said what's up. So a lot of people asking right. about you. A lot of love. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I need all that love. And we both, my wife and I need all that love and all the attention yes, that sir. we can get. And those of you that pray, we need those too. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you you do that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, LB, <laughs> those of us who pray who know you have always prayed for you ever since we've met you. So the reason you are still alive today is for the prayers of the saints. Exactly. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And my mom don't pray for me no more. So somebody had to pick up the slack. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I did enjoy the tournament as well. The, the comments you made about people saying it was whatever they said it was. I enjoyed it because it was, there was drama down, down to the last shot. Um, and that's what you want in a U.S. Open. I don't care what the score is. It could have been 25 to 24, but if it right. came down to the last shot, it mm-hmm. was suspenseful. And that's yes. what we want. We yes. want, we want to see people try and win. Um, <laughs> the rough. <laughs> oh, I I so love the rough at L was it LCC that was it L LACC yeah 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 whatever the hell I love that rough I love to see professionals have a hard time getting out of the rough because why it reminds me of myself (laughs) so I don't you know so how can I feel bad how can I be bad be mad at myself when I don't even play golf that much right then I can't get out of the rough. These are professionals that can't get out of the rough. So why should I expect to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And by the way, that rough, much thicker than the, like, we'll complain about the rough at Bully or the rough at, mm-hmm. you know, at LP. That's, no, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's what they have to do. <laughs> and it was beautiful. I really loved that. Especially when the ones that would go under the ball. I think Ricky did that one time. Yeah. He he went under it. And then one, somebody else, maybe Royals or whomever, one pick just name a golfer because they probably did it too, where they uh they hit it and it didn't get out of the rough. <laughs> you can see the ball go up and go right back down. Yeah. Or they just whiffed on it, went under it completely. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um, and I was happy to see uh well, I take that back. Let me rephrase that. I wasn't happy to see Ricky lose. I was happy that he made me a profit because I said after the round one, <laughs> he's happy you're he right. Not, yeah, I was happy that I <laughs> you were happy to be right because <laughs> <laughs> I said he was going to lose, yeah. and I had a fifty dollar bet out there for anybody who would take it, mm-hmm. and nobody took it no. because y'all because y'all didn't have faith in him either. It's golf. I'm not. I mean, I can't. You know, the yeah. only thing worth betting right now is that Scotty Scheffler will finish in the top ten. That's the only thing yes. worth betting in yes. golf right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The uh, I feel like the Vegas books are going to just start like that line eventually is just going to get to like minus you know five hundred right. for Scotty. Like we're not paying you for that yeah. at all because he's just there all the time. And just right. again, I just love him because he looks totally when he <laughs> and these ones where he finishes t three or two or four or five. He just just totally annoyed the last round. It's like, oh, Sheffler, not doing mm-hmm. great. Just another, not a top five in a major for him. Right. Just <laughs> yeah. always there. Yeah. Um, right, right. But his putts, though, I, I will say this about Sheffler, and, uh, and uh, even Roy, too. Mm-hmm. 
I take that back. Most of the guys in the top five, ten, or whatever, when they missed those putts, yeah. I mean, they were they were within a half inch of falling in. You know, yeah. I mean, they were really, really close. They weren't. There were very few that were just completely, you know, uh, complete misses. They were right. just, you know, a great a, a blade of grass left or right, and they were they were to drop. So I kind of felt bad for them in, the, in one way, but on the other hand. Wyndham was making them, so I... Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, know? so, yeah. like, uh, I enjoyed the Open. I want to say that, like, and again, whoever, whoever, wherever golf goes in the future, all right, whatever it ends up becoming, this, for the majors, this is what I want. I don't want to hear about, I know mm-hmm. earlier this year I said, uh, I referenced a comment, excuse me, John Ron made about, like, oh, you know, deep fields aren't necessarily good fields, and I kind of lightweight disagree with that. I'm going to fully 180-degree disagree with you here, Ron. You're my man, I, I rock with you, but you're wrong. This is why. This is what we want from majors, mm-hmm. Wyndham Clark. I get that, like, if we run 20 of them, maybe 18 times somebody from the top 20 is going to win an Amy. I got it. But this variance where I think uh, previous to this, I want to say, I make the stat wrong, but Wyndham Clark's highest place in the majors was like 75th or something like that before sure. winning yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is why. This is why. I think I they said the first part of his career, he's only made like, and I, only I say because I'm compared to what he made in the last like three or four weeks, like $3.6 million. In the first, like, uh, how many ever years? And then mm-hmm. in the last, you know, six months, there's like six, $7.6 million. He's on right. a heater. He's on a mm-hmm. run for himself. And yes, and, that's mm-hmm. what, and you get the story about, his, you know, his mother and his yeah. dad and him staying in it. He was an athlete from from other stuff. He contemplated quitting golf. We don't get these stories if it's just like, hey, we're going to have a field with just like six guys, six names we like. Nah. Right. Nah. Yeah. Get in there and win. Like you said, Claude, like right. you said, LB, about the, you know, the setup, you know, the putting and stuff. I don't want to hear from... I don't know, U.S. Open purists who want it to be eat a par, which I, I mean, or even or whatever. Uh, yeah, par, same thing. Um, I think it needs to play to that. I don't want to hear from you. And I don't right. want to hear from pros. There were some pros like, I think, Victor Howell. I don't know if they were criticizing the course or saying it just wasn't set up. They kind of tried to back out of them. Some of them saying like, oh, we just, I'm just saying it wasn't really set up for like my game or set. I don't care. I don't right. care. Mm-hmm. You have it's Rocket the course Mor- where the U.S. Rocket- Open is being played. Yeah. Play it. Yeah, okay. you have Rocket Mortgage. Your game. Right. Yeah. You got, yeah, yeah. Don't you cannot. We cannot have a situation where the U.S. Open and it, it takes all this flack. I don't think they set it up unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, where like all the other tournaments are just so easy in the field and all this and that, and then we get this and it's like, whoa, whoa, this is too much. I'm missing three right. footers. <laughs> Which one is too hard? It? Right. Yeah. No, so shout, shout out Wyndham Clark. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the coverage. Um, yeah, and to to your point, it'll be like watching watching him come in, uh, you know, eighteen. You kind of, I'm like, wonder, like, oh, does he have it? He was steely eyed the whole time mm-hmm. when he missed. But I told you on the text, like, I, I think this might have been eighteen, yeah, 18, 18, When he misses the fairway, and I mean, misses the green, the approach, and he's like wide left. I want to say, and he's got to chip up. By that time, I had seen it yep. enough times. I was like, no, he's gonna land. He's gonna land mm-hmm. that close. His mm-hmm. his. Yep. Uh, this, this that's, the thing I, game. Yeah. I, that's the thing I loved about watching him win. I was like, oh, this because you talk about. So the bad part of reminding us of our game is like obviously all the duff chips. Like Xander, Xander had a couple <laughs> mm-hmm. of them tough. Ooh, yes, ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, they make you be quiet. Like you don't want to say nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the aspirational part of that is watching Wyndham Clark's short game because we miss greens all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, if you can just now, obviously, I don't expect to nestle as close as he does, but we had a lot of these this weekend. Yeah, but you can make it up and with some good tournament. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. I'm 20 feet out. I should be able to get home in two from here. You get to five feet. You make a, you know, you make a difficult putt. Wyndham, Wyndham Clark, yeah. 
short game, almost as world class as uh, Michael Block. No, I'm just messing. You know, anytime somebody <laughs> says something like that, arrogantly, I've got to keep bringing it up. Got to keep bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> now, in my mind, he's almost in the Jordan Spieth category, where it's like, well, why would you say that? And then now he hasn't like, been there long. Enough. Yeah, it's not me long. doing it. They're That's doing true. it to themselves. They're they are doing it to exactly. themselves. They say these things. They are. They are. I was I was really pulling for um for Ricky. I was telling the, the homies on the text chain, just like. You know, no, I don't. I don't know if anybody has a higher Q rating than like, if, like if he had won, I can't. You know, because there's people who are going to win and be like, oh, I wanted Roy. Like, I think universally it would have been just all around, just like mm-hmm. stand up applause for you know. Uh, um, and the, and by the way, sponsors too. If, oh, 100%. If Ricky would have won the U.S. Open. He could retire from golf and and yeah. been like because the sponsors because he already got a bunch of sponsors now mm-hmm. anyway and. And they would have just quadrupled what they already pay him and just, you know, do these videos, do this, do that. Um, because and I and I, honestly, I don't know when he became so likable, but he's always kind of been that way. Yeah. Um, but even after the fi- the final round, he does this every time. There's uh, all these videos always show up and he stays around. He takes every picture. He signs, he signs every autograph. He talks to every. There was one account where somebody asked to take. They like took like six pictures because they're like, oh, I, I didn't get it right. This. Oh wait, let me try it again. He don't get irritated or anything at all. And I know. I remember standing mm-hmm. in line with my son for Ricky's father to talk to him and pros walking by, just waving at people and saying. One even pat him on the back. You're a better man than me, Rick, and just walked up to the clubhouse. <laughs> like I'm not sitting out here talking to these people. And, uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't do that. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that obviously we don't know him personally, but in order for you, there's two sides to this. The 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 hopeful and optimist side is that that's probably just who he really is. He's been like whatever whatever his love of the game is. I'd love to see like an interview with him. I'm sure I could find one, but. I'm, I'm assuming that he's giving back to the thing that has given to him. And that's where a lot of that is. And then if you want to go like slightly cynical, um, if especially with the struggles he had up until like maybe this recent year, you can't be kind of on the down and outs and be a, 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 a name from the past, you know, that was still getting it. And then also not be like a fan favorite, too, because then that's when money starts. To, it's like that. That's when you fade. So I feel like you can stay more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think, I'm not saying it's totally this, but you recognize that like, oh, a lot of my appeal too is with the fans. I'm accessible. They can get to me. Blah, blah, blah. You know, if you win and everything and you, you it, I mean, obviously you can, I guess you can, you know, turn your nose up at people or whatever, but I, I don't think he would do that even if it was winning. I'm not saying that, but sure. I'm just saying right, there's, right. there's an element of, uh, you know, I'm the people's champion, basically, kind of, you know, like Michael Black I'm, 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 I'm going to be more cynical than that. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. No. Here we go. Just, well, just, just, because you guys know how I feel about him. Careful. It's just, it's just a thought. It's just okay. a thought. Uh-huh. Could it be that his sponsors, and, I, and by sponsor I mean Puma, in in specifically Puma, mm-hmm. because he he's the one who kind of brought those colors. Oh sure, you know, say, Oklahoma the, State. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I'm, well, not from Oklahoma State, but the the color. When I say colors, I mean his bright oranges and the yellows yeah. and all. No, even, old, even even old Ricky with all the hair and the hair coming out of the right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he if, if, I could be wrong, but in my recollection, he is the one who put that stuff on the map. Sure, he's the one who made that stuff popular. Mm-hmm. Could it be that Puma pays him a little extra to stand out there and keep all those kids in Puma gear? So they dress like Ricky. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, the, well, it's kind of, you're saying what I'm saying is I I, I just okay. think it might be like part of part of his gig is that. Like yeah, yeah it might yeah. be more unspoken mm-hmm. though. Like I said, I feel like right. it's a thing. It's right. a soft thing where it's just like, hey, you know, because do you, you make a good point, LB, and I think I've I've mm-hmm. made this this joke before. Like, and there's there's a skit in here where basically you have different golfers 
walk into their clothing sponsors' headquarters at different times in their careers. Where like <laughs> when George Spieth was at the bottom, whatever he he walks in as Under Armour and it's like nobody recognizes his badge don't work. He right. at the front desk. <laughs> I'm George Spieth. Who or do we do we owe you? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have an appointment? Right. Did you appointment? set up a meeting? Right, or, right, right. Come you, on. Did you deliver something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that, oh, I'm sorry. Your meeting was virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was somebody, face to face. Somebody you got to make a stink. Somebody comes down and gets. Oh no, no, we got you, Mister Mister Spieth. Blah, blah. And he's like sitting in the waiting room and they open the you know the the doors where he's supposed to have the meeting. And he sees other golfers in there. So <laughs> they're talking, they're pitching other golfers. Don't, don't worry about that one. That's not for you. We got you over here. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, to your point, it'll be to stay relevant with Pooh. Obviously, yeah, there's probably like some sort of like engagement type situation. But I do believe, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll leave it at this. Like, in order for it to be so natural, like, because eventually that's going to crack after, if that's not you, right. if you're really chafing yeah, at this, yeah, yeah. you're going to get a reaction. You're struggling. Especially yeah, when you're Exactly. Yes. When somebody asks for that sixth picture, you can be like, get the, oh, my face. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you're going to be on social media and you're going to lose your deal. So, right. so they're well, probably. And by the way, especially even when the money's not even really a big deal anymore. Like when you've got True. the money, it's like. Mm-hmm. You're you know, you, yeah. yeah. Listen, money and luxury uh, can afford a lot of convenience and the we'll moment something this. gets inconvenient you're like mm-hmm. i'm not doing this anymore you know yeah, I, yeah. I don't care how much money's left on the table i made some we're restructuring this deal but it seems it seems natural to it seems natural mm-hmm. yeah. um, one, one more point i thought about something else we're off of left field now so we may as well keep going mm-hmm. um why not in, in one episode of the uh, what was that show we were watching that we were doing full swing did you remember the call of more carol one episode did you see yes. that one yes when he when he was at the the table, they were showing him all the fabrics and stuff. I carried that dude. Yes, yeah, that was weird. I died when he said that. Colin Morikawa. We never right talked there. about that. I think Colin Morikawa is. That, I keep putting the the Jordans and the shuffles and the A type. Mm-hmm. He see when he was talking about like yeah, I'm a perfectionist and I like this and uh-huh. like I like I really want to win. The way he was talking and then for him to do that, you know what I'm talking about? We know what we're talking about when he, yeah when he said yeah. He I think the table said he did like did like a pattern or something, right? He presented right, something. I think that's yeah. more you, Steve. That's not me. Oh, right, that's you. That's not me. I will wear this awkward with, silence with a plain white shirt. And yeah. the, in the pants or something like that. He was like, I would not wear that, whatever. That's you. Steve could have just died in that moment. And just, <laughs> right. see, I could just see his boss wow. looking at him at the end of the table. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Steve will fix it. He'll fix yeah. it, won't you, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> right. Put that down. That's, that's when the, ball co- when the boss calls him into the office after it's like, hey, so uh, Steve-o. You know, give him the, hey, so uh, Steve-o. And, uh, hey, how do you feel about managing the APGA tour account? Yeah. Is that, I mean, that is blowing up. Like yeah, Steve, you know, you're doing all right with them, Colin. You said you knew him. You had it. You, you sure, man? Yeah, we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna put Jason on that. He's he's right. gonna take over that just for the time being. Yeah. I want you to get our, uh, our PGA Tour Latin America below the equator line right. spun up. Right. <laughs> it's like two oh, golfers. and by the way, you walk into any Dick's or any Golf Galaxy or PGA Tour Superstore, and you go to the Junior section. They got the yeah. box of clubs. Mm-hmm. Ricky Fowler's the face on the box of yes. the Cobra Club, like. He's the he's, yeah. you know, he's the one that yeah, they got he's probably locked in now. You can't have an incident where you push a kid out the way. So there you go. But but by the way, I mean, I guess you, if you look at what he's been doing, and we'll get off Ricky Fowler for the last year um, or so. He's doing now what he was doing before. You know, yes, he's yeah. in contention, not winning or closing it out, but he's in there. Oh, I saw the stat. So he, he there's 18 golfers. They said that have placed top five in all the majors. There's 18 of them. He's okay. one of them, but he's the only one in that group who hasn't won one yet. They had yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, who hadn't won. So maybe he'll have a Phil Mickelson-type career. Phil didn't win his first major. He was 35. Ricky's yeah. 34, 35, something like that yeah. now. So. He's just, yeah, he's just keep doing what you're doing, Rick. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was at all. 
Well, he looks yeah, see, like he's twenty four, but he's <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm looking at the the payout, man. So Ricky at T five got seven hundred thirty eight thousand dollars for mm-hmm. fifth place, mm-hmm. and and the winner at the LPGA got a hundred was one hundred eighty something like that. No, I take that back. It was two twenty five or something. Not like great. That. Yeah. yeah, not good. Not good. Not Brooks not disappointed. Good. Brooks big disappointment. A lot of miscuts. A lot of big names. You know miscuts. what? You know what though? Yeah. He made Brooks, it, but he did. But he finished T seventeen. As I understand it, though, um, uh, Brooks after the uh, was it PJ Championship win, mm-hmm. like from the Florida show I listened to, was seen like around the Florida Panthers hockey run was seen partying hard. I'm talking oh, about like yeah, 24 yeah. hour days, yeah. like where it's like, hey, is he same clothes around town? That's that type of thing. <laughs> so now you know he I, was getting it in. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for him to finish 17, he maybe he was kind of checked out of this one a little bit. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I mean it's so funny. Like some of the expectations we have of golfers, right? Like you know. It's hard to win. And we say, and we say it all the time mm-hmm. on the show. And it's like, you know, somebody gets yeah. hot. Like even Ron, we're like, man, he won the Masters. It looked like he was going to be doing his thing. And then next thing you know, where is he? And it's like, he's playing golf. And this is what golf does to you. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's just hard. I mean, I think about it. I don't know how many. Um, let's see if my internet's working here. I, I don't know how many t- total tournaments in his career Tiger has played. But he's only won what eighty something of them. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he's played in hundreds of them, and he's and, right. and he's but and he's still hard. he's he still has a plus twenty, I think it's plus twenty five percent win rate, and, even and, even as it is today. And that's what's so amazing. It's like you look at that number; he's one of the greatest, and then you look at that percentage. That's twenty five percent. That's twenty two point eight percent, eighty two out of three hundred and fifty nine. See, like go. like like any like. That just shows how hard the game is. Like even yeah. the greatest has won eighty something out of three hundred plus. Yeah. And think about this too. <laughs> I mean, in the last in the last ten years, he's only won like once, twice, right? Last, right. Uh, Tiger. Tiger. In the last yeah. ten years, he's only won once, twice, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. Masters. At least one. He had yeah. that one year. Was it twenty fifteen or eighteen? Yeah, he won the he won the Zozo and won five won. of them or something yeah. like that. Yes, and something else. That was it. That yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's hard to win. It's yeah. hard. I was going going through the the miscut list. So we got Phil Mickelson, yeah. Jordan, of course. Phil, I'm sorry, the Gabby Jordan. Don't Speed. hate me, Smith. Yeah. Yes, Jordan Speed. <laughs> uh, anybody else up here of note? Let's see. Da-da-ba-ba. Justin Rose. I'm glad he missed the cut. Max Homer. Who do we have winning the tournament, Vern? In our uh, pick? okay, so keep going. Who else missed the cut? <laughs> <laughs> I think my guy was right. I mean, I went with the safe Scotty Sheff was going to finish he top did. 10. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we should. That's going to be the only bet we're going to make. <laughs> right. Adam Scott missed it. We, could, we should have had, what's the name? Sheffield top top five. Yeah. We wasted it. I think we wasted that pick. Yeah. Well, I rephrase that. I think Claw wasted that pick. Um, well, I was given top That was his assignment. He was given <laughs> top 10. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I was the only one who's. Who's that was right? Who came in? Yeah, how was it? But y'all took all the good ones before I got to. All I had left was Brooks. I had nobody else to pick. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Joe Damon. I I always watch him now because of the uh, full swing, full swing episode. Now, yeah, he missed the cut too. Um, But who was at the bottom? Uh, Justin Thomas. You know, I I think I think Bones might be getting fired. I think he gonna at some point he gonna say, you know what, Bones. I haven't made any cuts. I ain't made no money. And it's right after you came. So, uh. <laughs> well, no, didn't he? Bones was with them on the. Uh, didn't JT win the US Open last year? 
Or was, no, it, was, PGA? It, was it PGA Championship or something? Yeah. I think Bones was with him there. Yeah, he was, I, think, I feel like he was with him with the okay. players too, right? One of the players, what, two yeah. years ago? Yeah. And don't forget, Bones, okay. that's our good friend. You know what I mean? He's been on the show. People also, I mean, better. fire your dad first before you fire Bones. Bones is your, is your swing instructor. That's true. Right. Yeah, your pops That's is. true. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's yeah, we're true. trying to protect our interest here, Lawrence. Yeah, but JT been looking, looking <laughs> trash lately. For real. Yeah, that 81 was tough, bro. They, they, yeah, that was, yeah. Was, that tough. was tough. That was tough. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that we do everything U.S. Open that we so. need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, I have one th- the topic. Well, it's on the U.S. Open, but not this particular one. Okay. So next year, um, U.S. Open is coming to Pinehurst. Pinehurst. Number two. Are, you dis- are you disappointed? Number two. Yes and no. I, but, but here's my here's my question. It's a serious question. Okay. From what I remember at Pinehurst number two, I remember it being very flat and the greens being elevated, like half moon shape, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like Tough that. Tough approaches, yeah. Tough approaches. Where are the people going to stand so they can actually see? Because, if I again, if I remember correctly, everything was pretty much flat. There was no... No, like like uh, this uh, Los Angeles Country Club, a lot of the rough was elevated up. People could stand up there and get a view of the course. Yeah, and view of the players. I remember Pinehurst being very very flat with the greens elevated. Where how are people are they going to put grandstands everywhere? I mean, where are people actually going to stand and watch and actually see golfers? Unless you're not in a, if you're not in the front row or six foot nine, I don't know how you're going to see. I tell you what, I remember we do have a contact at Pinehurst. I'm going to reach out and see if they'll come on the show and talk about preparations for the 2024 uh, U.S. Open at Pinehurst number two. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's I, a, I mean, a, a serious question because that's I, I thought question. about that. I, I thought L.A. Country Club struggled with that a little bit, too, because they said the course that. being so narrow. You know what I mean? Like, not the course itself, but the property that it's on. It's surrounded by so much stuff like it didn't seem like there was a lot of space for people. I, and I believe there were like limited tickets. To, to, yes. To the so, so listening to the Fairway, Fairway Rolling podcast, shout out Joe House. They talked about how two things. It was uh, the how close the tees and greens were together, how tight everything was built. And then they limited the tickets because there weren't many places to put grandstands such that like for much of the competition until like maybe the final day, fans, the closest they would be would be like 80 yards. Like, it's not like the Masters where it's like, we're going to line the fairways. It's like, nope, you're sitting in the thing over there and you're looking like relatively far away. Yeah. So I think part of the charm of golf, like going to these events, both as media and, you know, as a fan, Mm -hmm. being close to the players, like they hit it in the rough and like, like, you know, you can literally be standing next to Tiger while he's about to come out of the rough and you're right there. That's part of the appeal of going to the events. If y'all got to watch from 80 yards back every single, it's like, I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, I thought about that the other day when we were talking to uh, Mike, and we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. Paris number two, and it mm-hmm. got, I don't know, just got to thinking about that because I don't. I was gonna say I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of a lot of spots where good, they're gonna be able to put yeah, it. Yeah, viewing yeah. viewing advantages. So yeah, but they've done it before, so yeah, I, I'm sure yeah. they have a yeah. system. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's by the way, shout seriously. out to Mike. A lot of feedback on the Mike Crowley show. Yeah, 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 yeah I did too. I got, yeah. I got to keep saying how deep it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, we, we're not just yeah. jokes, jokers all the time, and we can, yeah. we can go serious and deep, but serious and deep people. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so we played a lot of golf this past weekend, Father's Day weekend. Um, I'm going to start with um, Friday. I had a tea time with me, Sierra, and Manny to go to Blue Mash. We did not do it simply because 
Um, there was rain and thunderstorm threats in the afternoon, and you know they're not the group to take out when it's when it's raining and stuff. <laughs> it won't be fun. And so we went to this new uh, this indoor place, Eagle Five Golf in Columbia. Nice little vibe. I mean, it's regular, regular indoor indoor space. You know, um, um, I don't know if I'd say it's better than City Swing, although it's closer to my house than City Swing. I don't know if I'd say it's better than Five Iron, although it's closer to my house than Five Iron. So the convenience. The weird thing is, yeah, there's a theme, convenience. The the weird thing is that, that they, and they've got tons of bays, but there's only one bay suited for lefties. And so I was talking to the, the manager there. I'm like, you might want to get a few more for lefties just in case, you know what I mean? But there was only one that was hmm. you know, suited for, but it was the private, you know, room. And so that was cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, and it, um, yeah, they've got uh, drinks and a bar and stuff like that, but no kitchen there. So you, if you want to, but you can bring your own food in. If you want to order pizza or want to bring, you can bring your own food in or whatever, but they got plenty of drinks and stuff like that. So shout out to them. It was, it was a cool, it was, we had a good time. We had a really okay. good time. Oh, and one thing that she did because Manny was playing and Sierra, you know, was, was hitting two, two things about that, which was funny. So because we were doing that, we did a little warm up thing with the range and then we played a course and they had all the PGA tour courses and stuff like that. But she, she said, you know, what level do you guys want? I said, super easy. So she just chose something right. on the super easy beginner level forward tees. And we had a good time. I mean, we're fairways. We're hitting, yeah, essentially Northwest. <laughs> we're hitting fairways. We're hitting greens. Um, of course, the putting is all you got to do is get it within 15 feet. And, it, and auto putt. Yeah, and it, and, and it auto do it. So I'm like, yeah, I love the 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 the, um, the the virtual stuff. I'm like, now I'm thinking with that, anytime I'm there, I'm playing up and I'm playing easy courses. I'm not doing spyglass. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Quail Hollow. Oh no, my God. no, no, I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm not doing yeah, Quail Hollow. No, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not doing Beth Page Black. Nope, nope, nope. But generic. You can play those courses. Just put them up close. Just play them from the front tees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Them joints is tough. Yeah. Or from Spy the grass. fairway, like drop the ball 200 <laughs> yards out from the green, and that's where I'm playing. <laughs> and that's where, and that's where I'm playing. You know, and we and and and, uh, and yeah, we had a good time. So shout, uh, so shout out to them. Oh, and the other thing was. Um, she didn't bring her clubs. She we got clubs from there, and there was some uh, new, uh, a newer model, uh, tailor-made uh, lady set, and she liked them. She's like, "Oh, well, maybe I will do a little better when we go to the range if I had these, if I had some new clubs." Oh, classic golf. Oh. Classic golf. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now you birth- somebody's got a birthday coming. Don't think she got a birthday coming. Uh January. It's coming at, at, at some point. So. Maybe okay. I would do a little better if I had new clubs to collect. Uh, isn't that the thing? Yes. In the it has nothing to do with the fact that you only swing three times a year. Maybe <laughs> right. nothing to do with that. It's literally the, it's the club. Oh, man. It's the best. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so what did we do? What did we play Saturday? Saturday we played at Pendleton. Pendleton went down to VA. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Aaron and shout out to Coach B who was with us. Um, yeah, shout out to those guys who drive up an hour and a half, and then it's going to be two and a half hours back because of traffic Brother, to play up. Man, they make that drive often. Shout out to y'all, man. Um, the drive there was nothing because, again, it was early in the morning. But coming back, there was traffic. There was yeah, traffic. It took a little but while. Pendleton was good. I like Pendleton. Yeah, Pendleton was in great shape. Uh, greens, just, just beautiful green complexes, rolling true, worth the trip. You know, if you – from this area, again, you know, we still talk about courses here, like, and you haven't been down there, there in uh, Mattapanai Springs. Um, it's going to be a day trip for you, like we said, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you may book early tea time, like seven, get down there, five, six, warm up, uh, get out there and get back on the road, but it's worth it, especially because those courses don't seem like they get a lot of run. I mean, we right. played, this was Father's Day Saturday, and we got around in, I think, four, 
mm-hmm. about right around four hours. Yep. We were we were concerned about you know all the casuals coming out, um, which happened Sunday, but all, <laughs> all the casuals coming out over the weekend or whatever, kind of kind of uh, clogging up the courses a little bit with their slow play, having never played or whatever. I mean, see, I, I sound very judgmental. It's because I, yeah, yeah it's because well, but golf to is that for point, me and though, just me. The next day, um, when we played they, uh, at 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 Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. I, when we were leaving, I noticed that there was a group there and it was obviously it was a Father's Day group, you know, and they all rented clubs Bad to, go, to go. It's like and they're carrying yeah. them awkwardly like they don't like they've never oh, really. No. Run. Like, what, would be the, what would be the course seat now? See, this is why I couldn't own a golf course because I'm sitting back there and I see that. I just might. Hey, fellas, hey, guys. Hey, so what, what about if I gave you those 150? I give you all. One seventy five. I give you your money back plus twenty five dollars if you just go home right now. Just go <laughs> don't home. do this. I'll be giving right. you a free beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's crazy. That's some whiskey. Crazy. Yeah, hey. somebody <laughs> yeah. comes up and they're, and they're just and they're just like you just go back hey. the fairways up. You just gonna clog it up. We have to come yeah. out there and move you and skip holes. We don't need that. Yeah, I can see it now. Hey, me and my dad have a uh, reservation for us four to play golf today. Nope. Don't like the way you said that. You're not gay. Right. Get out. It's like, no, we're not taking your money. We're not doing this. We don't need your money that bad. <laughs> you can't go play Greystone. Play yeah, go play Greystone. Greystone's yeah. got Poolsville. Yeah. Poolsville's right around the corner, baby. Right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, yeah, Pendleton, pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah. like I said, always a good time going in there. Always great playing with Aaron. Always great playing with Coach B. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was a great um, – Good fun moment. Um, and then the next uh, day we played at Whiskey. Mm. We paid set this one. up. Set this up. Set up what we were talking about with about Whiskey, Claude. You and yeah. I. And so I had one goal when it came to Whiskey because we talk about Whiskey Creek. We and, I, and I've always said I'll take personal responsibility because I've, I've said this and I've probably led the charge on this that Whiskey Creek is a beautiful course to play. Yeah, not hard though. Not hard. I seconded just, you though because I yeah. had I had good rounds there too. I, like when I think about it, I'm like, nah, it doesn't really beat you up. Doesn't right, really beat you right. up too much. Then we played Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> but we found the golf gods. To, hey, to whiskey finish. said, "Oh, word!" It wasn't even the golf gods. This was just whiskey free. Yeah, like, it was oh, the word. course. Yeah, the oh, golf okay. guys. The golf guys are like, we don't even have to handle this. Uh, whiskey <laughs> gonna take care of it. So, so, so my attitude was, I want to go up there to see if it's as easy as I remember it. And and here's here's where it suckers suck well suckers you suckered me into it is that whiskey is going to concede the fairway off the tee box you're going to be able to find your ball and you'll have a decent approach shot a decent attempt at an approach shot wide margin of error off the box yep yep off the tee box you're going to feel good about your ball for the most part wherever it is you're going to be good it's the approach shot and the greens. Like, man, if you don't put that, like, there's, there's sand traps everywhere, thick roughs. I mean, the greens are protected ridiculously there. Yeah. And if you mess up, good luck. Let good, me add, good good so LB, the, the, whoever, the greens, I wonder if the greenskeeper was, like, uh, maybe somebody who had something against dads or somebody <laughs> whose dad was a jerk to them and they didn't like Father's Day. Because they didn't just do the Father's Day thing of, like, hey, we're going to put the pins all up front and in the flat spot. Bro, every mm-hmm. pin was on the sloped part of the green. And if you didn't know the greens, you had to be uh, under you had to be under the hole. And this was done intentionally. I swear it was, was because yeah, you know was you're going to have a, it was like every a, single hole. Yeah, and they were fast, mm-hmm. which is fine, but Glenn made a comment he said, "I feel like even one of the flag one of the flag pins were leaning. It was on it was. A, it's like it's not even standing up straight. Yeah. It was leaning with the, I think it was Glenn who said or maybe it was Matt or Lou one, yeah, someone did. But yeah, yeah, I mean, but that's 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 the, the how hard whiskey and whiskey long mm-hmm. too. Like we played from the yes. white, 
But man, if you were playing from the blues or the blacks, good lord. Like, yeah. and 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 right around hole 12 or 13, I felt like beat down as if I was mm-hmm. at Laurel Hill or LP. Like it weighed on like the distance mm-hmm. and to have to pay that much attention to my approach shots. Yeah. And so we were thinking it probably it probably felt easier before because I wasn't paying attention to approach shots, but like because it gives you, it concedes the fairway. It gives you the fairway. You, yes. You're going to get off the seat. And so most of us, all we care about is going out and hitting the driver. Like, oh, oh, oh look at that. I hit the right. I didn't lose the it. Fairway. You're not going to lose a ball. Mm-hmm. But you're going to make a right. six on a hole where you didn't lose a ball. Right. And here's the right. worst part, LB. Like, it started off, especially in our group. Hey, listen, it was, uh, whiskey was rope and don't Oh, hey, hey, it's easy. It's a fun time, right? Cool. It's a fun time. Let's just box a little bit. Let's do oh, we were scoring. We oh, were we scoring were scoring. But, uh, Wendell's <laughs> chipping in, chipping in for pars and birdies. Uh-huh. birdies. Wendell, I think, was minus one after three. He was. We all out there high five. <laughs> and then we got Happy the Father's whole day. <laughs> then we got the whole five. Now, for those uh-huh. of you, I, I encourage you. So, again, uh, for anybody listening who's not from, from Maryland or you just ever played Whiskey Creek, go look at it. Go to whiskeycreek.com or wherever it is. Find mm-hmm. hole number five. Beautiful. You climb up on the previous hole to par five. You do this long walk up the thing. And when you when you crest it and come to hole five, beautiful view. It's well, basically it's up a, on the hill. You look over. Yes. You look out over there. It's okay. a very steep downhill. Uh, um, mm-hmm. a dog leg left with the green, but short hole. Short hole. Hey, it's mm-hmm. hole, baby. So I get up there and I take a five one out, crack that joint two ninety all the way down. Just clean. A beautiful shot, pimping on the t box. Clear the sand trap. Hey. Clear the rough. Boom. <laughs> Maybe 65 yards out. Not even. Not even. 45. Ooh. This is the worst part. 45 yards out. So I'm, I can see my balls are pulling up. I'm celebrating all the way to the ball. Like, I got you. Then I get down there in front of the ball. And now Old Brown mm-hmm. would have looked at this. But now I've been playing golf a little while. So I get down there. I'm like, all right, cool. So we're going to bump and run. And like, wait. And again, I'm, I'm describing this on the podcast. I get it. But basically, mm-hmm. imagine this isn't like, oh, you just bump and run to the green. There's undulations. There's a big hill with a valley like on the left side where it's mm-hmm. going to you can't pitch it there. Because if you miss, it's going to get rejected. And they tucked the pin in a part of the green where there was probably, I don't know, Claude, seven feet maybe around the – if you were going to hit a chip shot, you had to land it up and on. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. your only bailout was to go to the right of the green and have a, what, 45-yard putt? Yeah, that's, that's coming uh, downhill to the left. Yeah, and if you go too far, it's going down into the back. Here's the yeah. here, here's the bottom line. Basically, without even getting to the, as I stood in front of my ball, all of like while while Claude and those guys were hitting, all of my celebration just faded from me as I looked at because I didn't know what to do. I didn't. I was right. like, wait, what is this? I won. I hit it here. I chip up there and I two putt. Why get a birdie? There's a green's like, nope. You're gonna have to do something now. You're gonna have to hit a golf. Uh-huh. Go up and run this. And I ended up making a six. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Forty yards out from the green. Oh I mean, man. And, and what was funny is, is that there were a couple of times where we caught up to it was Matt, Lou, Glenn, and Mike. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. Mm-hmm. We caught up to them. And you always know based on a look and conversation, whether a group or quiet it is. has given has given up. But it wasn't even quiet like a frustration. It was jovial and happy, like, oh, who cares about this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, <all didn't> <laughs> we got up to him and it was like, nobody cares anymore. We pulled up on 18 it was like, all right, who who can hit it over the uh, structure in the middle of the fairway? Right. We're making bets. We're yeah. taking prop bets. We're not, we're not playing for score anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, but again, Beautiful course. Again, probably you take the price out of it. Obviously, it's going to be too much, too much for many people. I get it. But just as we remember, Claude, just as we remember, I mean, you could take it for granted. Yeah. In perfect shape, LB. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I will, re- I will like, as, I will conclude this by saying, like, Claude, I will amend 
my assessment. Yeah. 100 percent mm-hmm. a challenge. If you go there and you play well, you can feel proud about it, even if the pins are in easy positions, because it was uh yeah, it was not a game. I just can hear whiskey talking to me the whole round, like, oh you shot you did well at Worthington, huh? You thought that was something. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you thought you were gonna me to come here and break eighty? Because we talk about oh, we on break eighty watch. It's like nah, cuz <laughs> no, no, not at all. And by the way, if you're up in that area, that Urbana, you know, I mean, just think about that. You've got you got whiskey, you've got Worthington, you've got musket, you've got Fat five. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's the Fat Five. You yep. got oh, you got PB. You got um and, and and you got little Bennett, you know what I mean? I mean, you've got courses up there. You got, you know, so anyway, um uh and, oh speaking of hole number five, too, we were thinking, and maybe we'll do this on the next show, is if we had to put together a golf course of the mm-hmm. top holes in the state or that we've played, we should do that, yeah. Which holes would 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 be counted? And I know for yeah. sure I'd put five from from, from whiskey. whiskey. You got thousand percent. Yeah, you have to. You yeah. have to. Um I like eighteen at five too. I mean, at whiskey, I like 18, 18. is great. Oh, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I like that whole too. Risk reward. Yeah. Well yeah. designed. Yes. Yeah. 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 You got, and, and you know, and that's the thing. It's like whiskey's like, I'll give you a break on the, on the tea box, but you have to think the rest of the way here. You're going to have yeah. to figure out, you're going to have to, you know, get your life. You're together. not just going to waltz up here and bump and run yourself to victory. To right. go around. No, <laughs> sir. No. no. It's no. rope a dope. It's rope a dope. And then, yeah. and then by the it's time you're on 11 or 12, it's just weighing on you. And you're either going to. How many holes are left? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, we literally were saying, yeah. who would put the, the who would put the flag placement here on Father's Day weekend? This is what we were saying. <laughs> Why would anyone do this? Um, all right. Anyway, um, then then we had the tournament at Queenstown Harbor River. Court. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, shout it. out to Little Lights. You know, Steve Krupen, uh, David Lee, all those guys. Uh, this is the Lakes course. Um, yeah, we were at the Lakes course, and uh, and I, 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 I so when, when I pull up, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I get to my cart, I go to the range. Man, them folks out there was 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 striking the ball at the range. I was like, oh, this is like a tournament. So like these these these. And some people were dressed alike, had a little. You know, we had there was one group that had like the Obey man. shirt, like Maryland Obey season and shirt and socks. <laughs> and they were really like, and and I'm hearing the conversation at the driving range. They were trying to win this thing. I mean, I've never been a part of a tournament where everybody took it so seriously. And they had a really good turnout, um, really good time. And uh, uh, one thing that I enjoyed was. Um, we really tried to shoot as low as we possibly could as a team. Because a lot of yeah. times I get in these events and I just kind of throw it away. Oh, let's just see what it is. But no, we really tried our best. And we shot a 67. Yeah. Um, when he scored was 57, I believe, or as far as I know. Yeah. And like, usually when I see scores like that, based on what I see, I'm like, line. that's a lie. Not not this one. This one, they totally said they shot a 57. <laughs> definitely shot a 57. LB, we were on the on the back, uh, on the back nine, there's a like a long par five. We had this group of bros behind us. I think they might have been the mm-hmm. 57 group. This group of bros behind us who we were we could see they were hitting good shots, but we couldn't tell how well they were playing. So we're mm-hmm. coming off the green and you know, station to station at a tournament. So I, I we yeah. Mike and I wait to see their approach shot, their second shot on this long par mm-hmm. five. Like, oh, because they're waiting for us to clear. I was like, they're waiting for us. So clearly someone's going to try to, to get here too. And mm-hmm. first one uh, actually goes long, kind of goes long, skip past. It's like, uh, second one is, I want to say it's drawing or maybe it's fading. Either I think it's, maybe it's fading. But yeah, second one's uh, fading back and we kind of lose it. And, you know, my kind of sky, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Oh, I'm sure about it. On the green, rolls up, uh, past the, I mean, almost goes in the hole. 
rolls past uh-huh. maybe seven feet. And we when they caught up to him, I like clapped. It was everything. And they took his head off. <laughs> we caught up to him and said, yeah, we made the eagle putt. So I was like, okay, yeah. So these wow. cats, these cats out here, they, okay. they're not playing. Uh, really quick yeah. to set it up. We talk about how we hate tournaments LB because they take forever and it's trash. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, this tournament, they're not playing. It's the golfer's tournament. Max scores bogey. And they said in the rules, like if you, if it's like clear that you're not going to make a par, you like have a, you know, a 60 yard chip in to make par, pick it up, pick it up yeah. and keep it pushing. Call There's a bogey, no, keep moving. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, let's buy some mulligans. No, they no, no, mull- no right. buying, no mulligans, none nothing. of that. Yeah, no, you're not gonna be out here counting up, trying to take six different right. shots. <laughs> get your stuff and get it and keep it pushing, bro. Like, yeah. which and I and there were no gift bags, no gift bags. Like, no, no. We finished it four hours and ten minutes. Yeah, wow, that is good for tournament. That's yes, a- with with 150, bro, yeah. with with two groups on each. So this wasn't like oh, you know, 40 people. It was like 150 something golfers out there. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah it was. Yeah, okay. it was. It was legit. So well run. Uh, we had a good time. Claude, I think is going to, I'm going to try to like throw it back to you to talk about the team golf element before he does that. Talk about this. Mm-hmm. So the team element of golf, right? Like we all like, okay. So um, oh, yeah. I've talked to us before how I enjoy it. Here we go it, live golf. Let's go. No, no, no. Well, it was fun. <laughs> oh, no, by I, the way, I did see two people with live golf swag. One uh, had a, a uh, what's the, the, the four ace had a four aces hat yeah. and someone else had like a something, one of the other teams. I think the started. group that won, the one behind us, they had Piners hats on. So I think that yeah. probably says more about their skill and ability. Oh, so by, by the way, I'm sorry, bro. And so on, but on that note, always have your golf stuff. Like I was like, I had my Pinehurst bucket hat. A lot of people were com- com- uh, complimenting yeah. that hat. Yeah. Oh, Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this. We do yeah. this. Yeah, we get And it. then I had my Band and Dunes <laughs> tumbler here. And, uh, uh-huh. and uh, oh, you guys want to abandon? Yeah, you have casual, it? just you casual. Yeah, you, you, you have been yet? Have oh. we all been? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> but no. So team golf, we love the team golf aspect. I got to contribute, LB. But let me tell you something, bro. Like when they talk about like how athletes retire or combat veterans retire, and their idea, you know, they have to go through all this counseling because their identity is gone because the thing mm-hmm. that they did is gone from them. By like whole seven, brother. Like just because I show up to a tournament, it's like cool. We're just gonna Vernal hit last. He'll drive it well. He'll have a couple mm-hmm. mistakes. Like a few holes in, it was just like, hey, I don't, I don't think he has it. Vern just had it, <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Right. Thankfully, 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 a Claude and Mike picked me up. My neighbor cracking off. Mike hit a 280 yard drive. Claude had a couple of two hundred and fifty yard bangers out there, and they were in the mm-hmm. fairway all the time. Mm-hmm. And as much, and again. As much as it, it's a team thing, and it's like, cool, they're picking me up. And I was helping out with short game, actually, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. But right. still, some part of you is just like, I want to I do something. I want to use my drive. The one time we had to use it, it'll be like, I like snap hooked it for like 240. And it's only because they missed theirs. Like, oh, okay, well, we have to take yours now, Vern. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no choice. My whole identity was just shaken to its core. But, we, but again, uh, 67, we played well. I had a couple of, again, it's surprising to me that it's come around to where like now I'm chipping and putting. And that's mm-hmm. how I'm helping the team, but mm-hmm. whatever it was, it was it was it was really fun. And I, I mean, Claude, you, know, you said you might be a better team golfer than an individual golfer. Well, well, it made me think about the tennis stuff, right? Like, you know, you see some like so you watch tennis, you've got these great individual players, and then you've got some that aren't necessarily great individual players, but there always seems to be into the semis or the finals of the team matches. And so I'm just wondering, with golf, are there some people who are better team players? Yeah. Or they perform better in a team environment than they do in a solo situation. Because, I mean, you still have you have people who are dependent on you. You're dependent on them. The shots still count, and you and you're competing. But you have you have help essentially, or yeah. you know, what I mean, like there's room like, for error. Yeah, there's room for error. And so, 
I would love to dive into that to see if there's anybody maybe we could talk to to see like, you know, have they ever met a, a, a touring player who, when they get in these team situations, whether it's Ryder Cup, President's Cup, or some of these WGC events where there's, you know, like, isn't the one in New Orleans, is not a team. Yeah, a Zurich, team what was it? Zurich, Zurich, yeah. Zurich, whether there's yeah. any that's like, no, this one, you know, may not win a whole bunch on tour, but you get them in a team event. You know, I think we know this because Ian Poulter loves right. famously loves the Ryder Cup. There are certain guys who are gamers. Reed, mm-hmm. Patrick Reed, interestingly, they're yeah. gamers for for the Ryder Cup. So I think there is something to that. While we while we're on the subject, it'll be we got it. We did have a mailback question from our buddy Lou Lou Naylor from Where's My Meeting. Um, he basically said, so for a million dollars, this is the three of us, and I'm going to put mm-hmm. this time frame in. Uh, we'll we'll say like last year at the height of our golf or whatever. We'll, we'll move it to last year instead of right now because you haven't been playing that much. So mm-hmm. uh, for a million dollars. It's the three of us, right? We got to make birdie on the hole to win the money. Nothing crazy. 350-yard par four straight out. Somebody has to get off the tee. Somebody has to take tee shot. Somebody's got to take the fairway shot. And then somebody's got to get us home on the green. Who from our group is doing what? I'm doing a short game. Which, so you're putting? Whatever the short, whatever that, if we, we got a chip, I'm taking that. If we putting, I'm taking that. Yeah, so you're around the green. You're, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, yes. you're, ba- you're basically closing I'm the, the green deal, making, the, making yep. the birdie. We both and, agreed to that. We both yeah, agreed. We, yeah, did, we, we said, did yeah, agree to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. If it was right now, if it was right now, <laughs> I would probably have Claude take the tee shot. No, no lie. And then my irons uh, were decent enough. Oh, I could yeah, get. Sure. I could get us on or around. Last year, probably. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was probably. It might. It might be the same because his whole thing was. He said it would be interesting because a bombed shot might not be the play, but. But a well placed tee shot might right. be, and I right. think Claude could do mm-hmm. a well placed tee shot better than I could mm-hmm. if it's not going to be a bomb and gouge situation. So right, I like right. the idea yeah. of like Claude probably even last year going off the tee box. Now that I'm talking myself into it, and then we've got like a nice full 150, 130 mm-hmm. yard shot, mm-hmm. which I feel like I could do. And then LB's going to be you on can you get to it, close you can get the putt. tight. Yep, yep. Yeah. I can yeah. go up there and two putt. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Easy peasy. Do that all day long. Speaking of hypotheticals, Vern, you have another hypothetical. Yeah, so dark. a little dark, but let's, it's a little, let's do look, it. Let's listen, go there. So I'm sorry. So if you've been look, let's just go look up the sub story if you don't know about the people who are lost in the submarine and you know it's, the rich people. The, the rich, rich people. It's a terrible who, thing. Yeah. They went to go explore the Titanic, and it's, it's it's tough. It's 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 a sad story. But what it made me think was because there's a billionaire. It was lots of wealthy people in there. Obviously, there's a billionaire in there, mm-hmm. and I started to. I was telling my wife, I'm like, well, you know, you, you, as a not a billionaire. You start to judge, like, why would you ever do that? And then you start to think, well, you know, extrapolate this into like, wh- what if money wasn't an issue for you? For like, if you if you lived in that situation for years and years and years, eventually you're going to get bored. Uh, you know, Saturdays are cool until every day is Saturday. So yeah. my hypothetical is, if we were all billionaires, what would be? Because it's easy to say, like, oh, you know, if I was a billionaire, I'd just stay at home and play video games all day. No, you wouldn't. Eventually, you're going to get no. do something. Yeah. So what would be the thing? That if we were billionaires, that would be the headline, like, I don't know, weird or or, or the crazy way for us to have perished uh, at our timely deaths. I will go first. Oh, well, uh, and, and by so, the way, hoping that this is not the hoping fate that of those individuals. Excuse me. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, yep. Thank you for Thank you yes. for saving me there. Kick saving the So, <laughs> <laughs> But if I were to go, like, how would it be? And I, I thought about this. And it would definitely be some, like stupid like me and my richness i'd be like you know what i'm gonna go learn how to be a f1 racer or be some kind of some kind of race it would be racing yeah yeah Uh, yeah i'll be doing some sort of high level amateur track racing or whatever and then just plow into a wall at 110 miles an hour and be like well why was he doing this (laughs) (laughs) because i have money and i wanted to race exactly exactly yeah Yeah. 
My headline, the headline mm-hmm. for, for my untimely billionaire death would be lost in space. Like really? he, mm-hmm. he went to space and yep. they can't oh, get back. No. Like yep, we're not, so but here's the yep. thing. It would be fi- even 15 years later, they would be doing follow-up stories. Like we're not even sure that he's dead. We just don't know when you don't know literally where he is. Yeah. yeah, because the thing that they're in, plenty of oxygen, they got food, like just, but we don't know, we don't know where it is. It's lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no clue in the galaxy. In the wrong orbit, it just went on the wrong tangent. This man right. just or, you know, right. Earth gets right. smaller and smaller. Right. right. Well, that's He's exact. like Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can't talk about space without saying Uranus. Uranus is funny. Wrong, wrong adults, um, yeah. <laughs> well, for for mine, as a certified scuba diver, mine would probably be something underwater it wouldn't have been at the titanic that's for sure no because i don't have any interest in that but it might have been there's one thing i do want to do and i'm not rich yet i mean i'm gonna phrase it i don't have to be rich to do it what is it um i want to do a shark cage dive off the yeah, coast there it is. of uh, yeah. africa yeah because you're not even rich yet you already as soon as you said shark cage dive yeah. you're not even wealthy yet <laughs> um yeah i can yeah, uh, yeah i can but you imagine. don't have to be it's, it's not that expensive of a trip i've already priced it See, um, <laughs> yeah, but that oh, would yeah. that would be that would that is something I that's on my bucket list actually. Well, if I ever get if I ever get to South Africa, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, no, but I said, like I said, it's not. You've already priced it for you. It's not rich thing you can afford it. So if you were a billionaire, it would just get more elaborate. Where it's like, well, now we yeah. don't even yes. need a cage. We have trained kind right. of sharks that will simulate. They're almost going to get you. Yeah, going to be like, well, yeah. man, no, I would have, have an army of sharks. scuba diver bodyguards around me. No, to yeah. protect me from the shark, just in case. But, he well, see, that's the thing because somebody. rich people do irrational yes. things. It's like yes. I'm going to go diving with the sharks. Oh, where's the cage? Oh, there's no cage. I'm just going to jump. That's in the for you. That's for the right people. Right. These sharks have been yeah. trained. They've been acclimated, right. and I have. They a, know a, I'm rich, so they're yeah, not going to bother me. I have an oh, army of scuba divers. They're not hungry. Yeah, yeah. I have an army of scuba diver bodyguards around me, and it's just the headline is like feeding frenzy. South Africa, 42 <laughs> scuba divers and a wealthy man all die. <laughs> and the National Geographic people is like, yeah, this is not what we expected to happen. I don't yeah. know what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 on an even darker note. Did you all see the guy get eaten in uh it's it's been on Instagram all over the place. The guy last week, was it this it was last week? By what? Guy, he was swimming. Guy oh. was swimming mm-hmm. and a shark attacked him and it's on camera. Somebody was on the on the beach filmed the whole thing. Right. Huh. You didn't see it? Yeah. No. Yeah, paddling there. Yeah. It just came up. Yeah, he, he, it it bit him and then it took him down. He came back up. He was like, help, help, help. So, trying to swim away. And you can see the shark come up behind him, got him again and took him down. And, that was that. Oof, that's there was one of a whale did that to two um, two canoers, two ladies. Two can, yeah. yeah, just went up, yeah. got them, and spit them back out. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, yeah. 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 they don't. They're not big people eater, but sharks they eat everything and anything. So any and everything. Yeah. The other yes. thing, if money again, no option. I have to be like a billion, billion, billionaire. My death would be similar to that of the Jurassic Park movies. I would literally try to clone dinosaurs and make a make a theme park. This is this is a shocking admission. I'm learning things about Cloud, who I've known for years. I did not expect him to say space. Yeah, I were making dinosaurs. Yeah, no, his, that's exactly what happened. Like, I would I would I literally fell off be the, a bike on a mountain or something. Like, I, no. no, I'd be I'd be the I'd be the crazy John Hammond. Yeah, I'd be John Hammond. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be like, oh, we made dinosaurs. I'd invite everybody over, and then 
everyone would die because of dinosaurs would break loose because like <laughs> yeah, oh loose. i didn't lock the cage like shoot <laughs> well no you know what it is it's very funny only because i've seen this movie a million times everybody died because you didn't pay ned you were being cheap right, right. computer guy ned right, he felt right. the need to go sell the secrets just yeah. pay him what he want yeah. what you want ned? Well, and here's the thing it's like oh wait a minute it's cloudy and rainy and dark now's a good time for the tour no, don't do anything in the dark. And yeah. it's raining and there's dinosaurs. And I'm like, what are they? People are idiots. <laughs> yeah, anyway. All right, let's go off d and We'll be talking about all kinds of crazy things. One more thing. A, a shout oh. out, quick shout out to um, Willie Mack, who finished at he, uh, minus 15, which ended up being T23 at the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Wichita Open. Um, he had he, he had really he had a really good um, uh, tournament. Uh, he only missed the playoff. I mean, before the the winner was at minus nineteen, so he was right there. Wow. I mean, just a, that's what I'm saying. He's he's making some moves. So I'm, I was glad to see him uh, make cut and actually get up there into some you know a decent payday for the for the Cornbury Tour. So yeah, we watching you, Willie. Keep it keep it going, man. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. All right, y'all. We'll be back next week. Talk more golf.